everyone, welcome to the latest episode of the True Potential Do More With Your Money. It's episode 115, can't believe we're that far along as I was talking to one of my colleagues about this morning. And today we're talking about Q&A, uh, so you've supplied the questions, hopefully we'll provide the answers. So today I'm joined by Rebecca Wright, who's head of our customer care team, Jeff Casson from our investment management team, and Martin Taylor, who's head of our compliance. So I think, first of all, thank you to everyone in advance. You've sent us a, a wide range of topics and hopefully I've got the team with me to get through all of these questions. And um, probably before we start, we, we, we normally have a kind of a, a section where we cover off what's happened in the week, Jeff, in the markets and, and so on. But you've had a busy week this week, haven't you? So do you maybe want to just let us know about your busy week? Yeah, no, certainly. So the, the busy week that we're, we're talking about is started on Monday where we had our True Potential Portfolios rebalancing meeting. So thinking about the changes that we wanted to make within the portfolios in terms of our allocation to the different managers. And then we rolled into the investment committee this week, which is one of the most important committees from the, the True Potential Portfolios perspective. It provides independent oversight to the portfolios. So it's, as it suggests, it's an independent members committee with some external members who've got very great levels of expertise in different areas of, of investment. And we bring in our managers um, to that and the, the independent members challenge the, the managers on their delivered performance and how they are performing for our clients at True Potential. So this week we had Goldman Sachs presenting and we also had the team from Alliance, two of the important managers within the, the True Potential Portfolio Solution. So it was great to hear from them, hear how they're thinking about the outlook and the, the challenges that the asset markets have certainly presented year to date, but also how they're thinking about the opportunities that that's presenting as well for investment looking forward. So a busy week, but, but a very important week from a True Potential Portfolio's perspective. Good, good. And clients that normally listen, that enjoy listening to the morning markets, where, where, where can they go and find where can they go and find that, Jeff? So they can subscribe to our YouTube channel and they can, they can subscribe there and get access to all of the great content that the IAM team are putting out on a on a morning and thinking about just the, also onto the blog as well where we've put together some videos and we continue to film those videos with our new managers. So you'll see videos coming up probably next week at some stage with interviews with Goldman Sachs and Alliance as well. So just adding to that content that's available for our clients. Great. Thanks, Jeff. And on to the questions and answers, um, we had we had a lot come through. We've, we've filtered through the ones that we thought were probably most suitable and relevant. And probably for me, they're not really a question, more of a statement that came through from last week's podcast, which was, I think, a tongue-in-cheek joke about our our gilets or our vests, which Martin and I are, you know, modelling not very well. Um, Ian Hamilton, you listened to your first podcast last week. I hope this one's your second True Potential podcast. You asked where the sleeves are on our on our jackets. So what I thought I'd bring is a little prop. And if you work at True Potential long enough, you actually get the, the sleeves sewn on. So there you go. If you're listening to the podcast, I'm sorry you missed it. Really bad joke there, but um, <laughs> what we actually do is the gilet you get for one, one year, year service and the jacket you get for two years two service. Years, yeah. So basically for you, up until two years, your arms are cold and then you can <laughs> warm them up afterwards. But yes, I thought that was quite a good comment there and yeah. it was it was nice of Ian to join us for his first one. So hopefully he's enjoyed it and he's 
back listening today. But onto the serious stuff. We we first question. We've got one in from from Henry and Rebecca. I'm going to look to you for this one because I know this is something you and your team have really been working on a lot recently. But uh, can I have some more information about the five pound cashback bonus available through True Potential Rewards? So. What is rewards and how do we get our £5? So TP Rewards is something which is available through your True Potential app. It's also on your client site if you use the web version as well. Um, it has a wide range of different businesses on there, anything from um, holiday companies, right through utilities, DIY, clothes shop and everything in between. And what it allows you to do is when you're doing your online purchases, you go via True Potential. That'll direct you to the chosen merchant, do your shopping as normal, and then once you've received your products, they're going to send over some cash back to True Potential. Now, what the majority of our clients do is they set that to auto invest. So it'll go straight into their chosen product, their, their pension or whatever it is that they're choosing. Um, and that's going to start straight into the market and it's going to start working for them from there. You do have the option if you'd rather withdraw it. But as I say, most people um, kind of that little and often mentality into their, their product. It helps with that. So the... Um, Incentive the email that clients had this week from us is a five pound reward, um, cashback reward from True Potential. The next time that you use TP Rewards, doesn't matter if you've used it before, or if you're brand new using it for the first time, you're going to get an additional five pounds back on top of whatever the cashback offer is that you're choosing, um, and that'll be paid straight over from True Potential for you. And if any of you's got your five pounds yet, I'm putting you on the spot. I have not yet. Jeff. Not yet. Not yet, no. I paid for airport parking. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, See the the team all browsing yesterday though. It's payday today, and everyone was looking, saying, "What can I, I go on and yeah, pay just tomorrow I'm, morning?" I'm looking at a takeaway. I'm thinking that yeah. you're going probably probably just a weekend eat. idea. Yeah, just eat just, just eating a pizza this evening. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. <laughs> and just some do. just some examples of the types of cashback that you can receive, mm -hmm. Rebecca. Obviously, it, it ranges per vendor, but what what kind of figures are on there that you've seen? Um, it depends. So some of them will do it as a percentage, some of them do a fixed amount. So you get some of them where they'll give you 1% back. Um, some of them go kind of up 10% plus back I've seen on there. Um, others will be a fixed, you get sort of 10, 15 pounds. Some of the higher ones, so the, the better ones on there for value wise are um, holidays and sort of utility switching and things like that. But some of them you're getting upwards of 100 pounds. I think the highest one that I've seen was 160 pounds, which was either... EA or Virgin Media, they were both good, right. but one of them's better. I know I should have switched. I just got my, um, Sounds like a task for the bank holiday weekend. Let's yeah. go on and see how we're going to spend them. Bit of life admin yeah. and a bit of money back. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully that answers the question. But basically, get doing rewards and get your five pounds in. That's what yeah. I would say. And you better well might as well have it. No, why not? Why not? Why not? Um, next question in from Helen. Helen's really enjoying morning markets. Well done, Jeff. Uh, and the Do More With Your Money show. So it's helped me give a perspective on my long-term investment goal, thanks to the team. But what's next for the True Potential YouTube channel? Now, we could possibly ask the people behind the cameras in the room today, but we'll answer on their behalf. So Martin and Jeff, you guys are obviously heavily involved. You're normally the the stars on screen what what's coming next on our youtube channels yeah i think um obviously like and subscribe to the channel first to see what's going on already and catch up with the the master your money the the morning markets and other uh, shows that we'll have on as well but i think we're looking at doing a live q a yeah. next month again repeating building that on the the one that we did earlier in the year and 
life activity that we can all bring to it. And I think that's that's the beauty of how we've evolved all of these things, thinking about how the podcast's evolved, how Morning Market's evolved, and how we're using media much better and differently than we were using it only 12, 18 months ago. So I think we'll also maybe even try and take it on the road as well with some of our, our seminars that are coming up. So that'll provide another opportunity to people see true potential live in action. Yeah. Another, another opportunity for it to go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's, there's a reason why they're not live every week. But the live events are great. They I are actually really, really enjoyed the last one with 30 of your colleagues standing behind the camera watching as Watch you're <laughs> going into the hottest room in the world. <laughs> and you've got the bead of sweat. But, but we, I think the way to look at it, and you know, this maybe doesn't directly answer the question, Helen, but um, if you watch episode one of the podcast, you know, we're on 115 yeah. today. It's just how far it's come in that time already. We're in this studio where previously it was recorded in a in a meeting room with a pretty much with an iPhone and yeah. Jeff in the room and you look at where we are now with, with all of the equipment and, and such. So yeah, I think it's it's exciting times ahead. Well, if we think we think back to some of the first morning markets that we were doing in the room, we were trying to shield out the sun with different pieces of paper and things like that. And now we've got, as you say, Greg, we've evolved it into the studio. We've yeah. got the ticker on the, the screen telling people what's happening in markets as well. And it's it's just that evolution, I suppose, and change that the team in the background that are in the room here have really brought to the fore. Using Chris Leland's jacket to <laughs> cover the window. And I think, Martin, the um, we just touched on it briefly there, but the road shows that we're doing, we might have some viewers that don't know what they are, but what, what do we get up to twice a year on those? Yeah, so we're, we essentially travel the whole of the UK and speak with our advisors who may or may not be your advisors as well. So we have two two factions really, so the True Potential Wealth Management Advisors and the directly authorised firms who use our TPAS back office system and we deliver key messages from True Potential, how we can support the advisors and ultimately support the clients as well with, with propositions that we have. So. Again, I was saying behind the scenes of what we get up to on those, but again, I don't think people would actually want to see that. They might be. just be <laughs> snoozing on the bus and falling asleep if they're looking at me. So There might be a lot of editing on that one, yes. Probably, yeah. But no, it's um, it's always well received. And again, it's um, something we do twice yearly because the advisors enjoy it. And I think they take some, some positive and good things away from that, which again is then delivered back to the clients as well. So... Absolutely. And it's also about getting back to normal as well. Things that we were doing pre-COVID, now coming back to the fore again. Yeah, of course. Well, I think it was last <clears> October <throat> we were the first to get back out on the road and see the advisors who were all really pleased to see us and happy to, to join us at all mm. the locations across the UK. So We had record record attendance and also maximum, maximum capacity at all 10 venues. So it just goes to show... People want to get back out there, doesn't it? Which is good. And thankfully, none of us got COVID as well, despite travelling to four different <laughs> countries in the space of a week. So Correct. that was really good. Correct. <laughs> the next question, I'll move on quickly. I'm, I'm a bit dubious on this question because it's from Steve, and I, I think it might be Steve Hutton who was one of the guests on last week's podcast because <laughs> he starts off by saying, last week's podcast was great. So that might be Steve Hutton. My question is, what about my stocks and shares, I said? When withdrawn from it, how quick is it to access and also putting money back in? So obviously, ISAs are a fantastic, you know, tax-efficient vehicle, but um, who wants to jump in on that one? How quickly can you get into it and how quickly can you get money back in? 
Um, so you can pay money in very easily. You can pay it in using Impulse Save. Um, so touch of the button again, your app, your client site, um, straight from your debit card. That'll leave your account pretty much straight away like any other card transaction. It'll take about five business days to be invested within your ISA. Um, in terms of taking money out, we then have to sell down the funds that you, you've purchased. That can take anywhere from sort of six to nine days, depending on your chosen payment method, to get that into your account. That's working days, I should say. Um, so yeah, it's pretty quick. You can get it in and out easily enough um, and you can also pay back into your allowance so if you take money out within the tax year uh, your true potential ISA is a flexible ISA so you can then pay back in um, on top of your regular allowance as well. Yeah and Martin you're a man of compliance so you would you would obviously recommend when you're investing and this this will hopefully answer Gordon's question which is the next one up at the same time really but it's about accessing your ISA and you know we we'd always say it should always be there as a long-term vehicle as opposed to a you know i might need to go out this weekend and i'll just use my ISA to pay for it it's, it's obviously worth just ticking that one off as well really about yes you can put it back in but really you shouldn't be taking it out yeah that's right you'll to gordon you'll have probably discussed with your advisor your objective for stocks and shares ISA, which we would expect to be a longer term investment around five years or so and again you'll have completed the attitude to risk questionnaire and based it on the long-term planning of what you're going to use the ISA for. We always suggest when speaking with advisors and clients that the best thing to do is to maintain an emergency fund of, I believe, three months of your salary, um, just to make sure that in case of emergencies, as you've said in your question, or if you're absolutely desperate, you've got something to fall back onto, so you're not having to access your stocks and shares ISA and obviously pull you further and further away from the goal that you're trying to achieve. So... Yes, it is more accessible than a pension, but ultimately it's your long-term goals that you need to consider. And maybe just a slight change with that emergency fund can help if you are absolutely desperate for some for some cash. I suppose that's the important point of it. You don't want to be stepping in there, taking money out of the market, then trying to put it back in. As you say, having that off to the side and separate pots of money for certain things is probably... A better way to think about it yeah. than thinking about well i've got my isa i can just dip into it or i can dip out of it it's not it's not what it's for it's, yeah. i suppose the flexible name's a bit of a, a misnomer yeah. in, in terms of how we think about using and it should be there to achieve a specific goal as opposed to a, a sort of a rainy day type yeah. jumping yeah. in is and jumping out treating it as another savings yeah. account whereas like we say it's for a longer term objective but it's just going to pull you further and further yeah. away from what you're trying to achieve in the long run so we look at we look at closures. I know this is something Rebecca's team do, trying to get sort of anecdotal feedback on why somebody's either withdrawn some or all of their policy, and you know some of the reasons we get back that it, you almost think what's going on there because one was you know to go and get a tattoo, and it's like well why have you invested money into the stock markets to then withdraw to get you know a, a tattoo? Surely you would put that money aside mm -hmm. and just have it in. A form of savings outside of your investments but yeah it it is there for longer term and you know we should not that i'm condoning tattoos i'm just i think it's an odd reason to take your investment out age 25 but there you are um next question from howard will not spend too much or a great deal of time on this one and jeff's laughing as i'm talking so what are your thoughts on elon musk buying twitter will donald trump be back on twitter and moving markets with tweets. Well, we don't know the second part, time will tell, but 
Martin, you and I were joking. I, I don't know why he's paid for it because he, he could have just downloaded it for free. Yeah, it's free in the App Store. It is free in the App Store. <laughs> 41 billion he's paid. Yes. Be he's, ripped off there. He's already a prolific user as well. Yeah. So That's right. He was already using it. Yeah, he's yeah. So paid for it. But it's a heck of a lot of money, Jeff, to it, pay. It, it is a lot of money. And I suppose there's a, there's a couple of things that are tied into it. And it's, it is, I suppose, speaks to, one, the wealth that he's amassed through the innovation of Tesla, SpaceX, etc. So that's, I suppose, how we, we think about somebody growing their wealth and using their wealth to do something different. But it's also interesting how it's been received in the in the market. So we've seen the Tesla stock prices come off as a result of it. Um, and interestingly, last night, uh, Musk sold $5 billion worth of Tesla stock. So you wonder if that's part and parcel of him thinking about, well, how do you fund the, the $44 billion? Because he's taking quite a significant loan against his personal wealth but also against the, the Tesla, the stock that he owns there as well. So there's a number of things within it that are interesting um, from a financial markets perspective. What it means from a, an operating point of view for, for the company, it remains to be seen what he would do with it. And from a markets perspective, it's not trading, Twitter's not trading at the offer price, so the market is somewhat sceptical, mm. even that it'll, that it'll complete. As for Donald Trump coming back on, well, maybe but he'll come back on, not as president, so hopefully mm. not with uh, market-moving tweets that we used to receive from him on a regular basis. Absolutely. And I know you didn't want that question asked, so I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry afterwards. Um, next question, because we're making our way through, and I think we'll probably fit them all in today. So Belinda's asking the question, and, and probably this one is for for maybe you again, Jeff, but also for, for the whole the whole team. How much can active management have on an investment? How much impact can active management have on an investment? And how how much is just inevitable market movements based yeah. on world events? So probably a fitting week that you've had, Jeff, yeah, with a I lot of the managers. And you know, it's, a, it's a great question because there's so many aspects to that that we can think about and we can break it down into to, to providing some, some thought around. And if we think about it from various different levels, active management does and can add value to, to investment, and we firmly believe that here at True Potential. But it's also how it is utilised in terms of those active decisions. So a lot of us think about active management as managers that are just buying stocks and using that form of active management as opposed to buying uh, passive vehicles, ETFs, etc. But then you've also got the active decisions within multi-asset about allocating two particular asset classes, and you can do that in a passive or in an active um, implementation sense. But from our perspective, active management does add value, and particularly if we look at what's happened in asset markets this year and over probably the second half of 2021, one of the key discussion points that everybody in this room has heard us talking about and our listeners has been inflation, the impact of in rising inflation, rising interest rates to, to offset that or to try and quell that inflation. And that has had a negative impact on sovereign bond markets. So we've seen, as you'll have heard in morning markets, yields move up. Now, one way to offset that or to, to attempt to offset that in portfolios is the use of alternatives. And by that, I mean using currencies, using trend-following products. And we've been doing that within the True Potential Portfolio Solution. And that has certainly added value to our clients. And that's been a component of active management. So in that regard, I firmly do believe that active management is 
required and it's certainly required at the two levels that we have it within the true potential portfolio solution and it has delivered in terms of the positive returns that we've seen from alternatives versus the negative return that we've seen from sovereign bonds so that's just one example of, mm. of where it does add value in, in my mind thanks jeff could have just done a whole podcast on that well, yeah we could have, could have kept going for an hour I, if people I, had wanted I, but I, they I might have found that quite boring we certainly wouldn't find you boring, <laughs> Jeff. The, the the next question from Howard, I don't know if this is a, a different Howard or Howard just had a lot of questions for us. So, um, Rebecca, again, I'll probably lean to you on this one because it's, it's about how we service and help clients through the, 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 the longevity of their, their product. So what tools do True Potential offer to help me decide on my investment needs, including when to withdraw from my pension and how much to withdraw? So probably a daily occurrence for you dealing with the amount of clients you deal with and what what do we do? Yeah, absolutely. So I think that the first one is that you've got access to a financial advisor. So if ever you're unsure and you, you don't know how much you should be putting away or indeed how much you should be taking out um, to make that pension last for you, then do speak with your advisor and we, we strongly encourage that. Um, advisor aside, if you prefer to do this yourself, then you can also give instructions like that through your client site. Um, so in terms of paying money in, there's some great goal setting tools on there, which are going to help you figure out how much you need. It'll allow you to um, put in when do you need it by, how much are you going to need, and it'll help you work out over time how much you need to be putting in. And not only figure it out once, but also monitor it along the way as well. Because um, you might find you might need to pay a little bit more in. You might find the markets are doing really well, and that's done some of the work for you. So maybe you can put a little bit less in um, so keep set up your goals through your site and do keep monitoring those for taking money out um actually a bit of a spoiler because we're in the the process of um redesigning our online drawdown facilities and one of the things which is going to be factors in there is some projections when you're taking money out um, as to exactly how that's going to impact your pension in the long term um, and what impact you could see with the amount that you withdraw which might make you think actually perhaps I, I don't want to take out quite as much as I was planning to mm. because I want to make sure this lasts yeah. a bit longer um, so they'll hopefully all be visible in your sites very soon. It removes that assumption as well doesn't it where I'm 55 I've got access my pension but actually you don't need to yeah. you don't need to and having it demonstrated to you maybe in a well do you plan on living to 80 yes I do well then don't take all that money out because you will run out by that yeah. point and that's a lot of the the work that the development team have been working on recently is to almost depict it to clients to say this is your pension it's got to be bespoke mm -hmm. to you and your needs don't just you know 55th birthday rip it all out and undo all the work you've yeah. done in your life and you get a lot of calls like that where i'm turning 55 so i need to get my 25 percent yeah tax free and i think a lot of people don't necessarily realize that one you don't have to take all of it and you can just take a little bit of it if, if you needed it for something in particular mm. um but also you don't need to take it at all yeah. just because you, you can doesn't mean that you necessarily should um, which is a conversation that we have daily with clients and help them figure out what they need for, for their personal situation. And I think the point you make, Greg, is really important in terms of life expectancy. You wouldn't, if you were 55 minus your 30 and you were 25, you'd be thinking about investing. Mm -hmm. And in the exact same way, if you're, you're thinking of longer, life expectancy continues to increase, and that basically you still need your money to grow over that time. So taking that lump sum out can have a very detrimental impact on that, that longer term. Um, 20 to, to 30 year view that you have to take as well mm. even at 55 so you're not you're not allowed to just stop at 55 no. Jeff. No. Keep going <laughs> I, would, I would keep going yes yep yep absolutely so um 
let's look where we're next at. We, we, Martin, I'll bring you in at this point. We've got a question from Sally. Uh, with energy prices through the roof, I agree with that because I got an email last night with a 100% <coughs> increase in monthly charges. So thank you for that, EDF. Um, and the cost of living rising isn't, uh, investing isn't a priority for many people right now. Uh, what would you say to um, the challenge of investing in the current climate? So what would you be thinking at that point? Yeah, I'd still say it's, it is worth investing, but obviously you may struggle with making the level of contributions that you are maybe before we've seen these changes. So again, still look to invest, but only invest what you can moving forward because in the long term, again, it's still going to benefit you in terms of your pension and your ISA as well. Just having those assets in the background is going to help you in the longer term. And again, it's just making those changes just to make sure that you can obviously cope with the the cost of living increasing, but still consider your long-term benefits as well by putting in what you can. And hopefully these things reduce over time and we can see what happens from there. But obviously the rewards, switching your energy provider, your £5 cash back may not seem like a lot, but it's worth taking a look at that and seeing if you can get at least some cash back from mm -hmm. a utilities provider and £5 from us as well. Yeah, I think a lot of people look at rewards as a, it's a luxury spending, I'm going to book the holiday or purchase mm -hmm. some clothes or something like that, but there's a lot of essentials on there as well. Mm -hmm. um, so you've got a few energy companies, comparison companies mm -hmm. on there as well if you're looking for a better deal. Um, but you've also got a lot of supermarkets on yeah, there. Yeah, groceries so, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. like kind of Morrison's and... Um, I'm trying to think which of those co-op and there's a few others on there so have a look and if you're doing your online shop you might actually be able to get a little bit of cash back just from what you normally do from ordering mm -hmm. the groceries in each week uh, which can help if you're struggling to put the normal amount in sounds daft i don't i don't buy anything online unless it's through rewards now i feel cheated paying full price <laughs> so you, you you both basically tick the boxes i i, I think rewards is a good one because if you if you almost think well my energy bill's gone up by 500 pound in a year almost think how do i get 500 pounds back how do i go and get that money back rewards is one but also impulse save which is a you know unique to true potential product you can impulse save from one pound yeah. so you know we are really opening up the kind of um usual barriers to invest you know jeff you talked about goldman sachs and yeah. Allianz, two of the you know global superpowers in the yeah. world and i can put a pound in Mind and they'll yeah. they'll get a split of that each and that just shows how we use technology as a, as a real leveller. So yes, you maybe can't do the usual £500 a month into your, your pension or into your, your investment. But if you can't, just maybe look at what you can. And I think that's, that's a But I suppose that's, that's really where impulse save is really important because it's given you that flexibility. Mm -hmm. So if you are contributing, you say, oh, actually, I've got that little bit more at the end of this month that I wasn't expecting to have. You can just use impulse save and the, there you are. It's invested across all of the, the asset managers which we work with. And I think this probably tees us up nicely into the last question. I'm keeping an eye on the time there. But Night Joggy, who I know is one of our YouTube subscribers and followers, because I, I like the name on uh, YouTube last week on the podcast. So Night Joggy's asked the question, I'm approaching retirement soon. I appreciate investment investing outstrips inflation, uh, but there is less upside as I near retirement. Is it still worth investing even when close to your goal? So I'll let you all kind of chip away at that one. Yeah, I think it's it's as we discussed before when it came to, um, I think it was, I 
can't remember the name off there, but someone asked a question about withdrawing from the pension. And if you are going to be taking your tax-free cash at age 55, again, you've got, let's say, 30 years that you would still need to take pension income from. So in that sense, yes, it is still worth investing, even though you've well met your retirement, to ensure that you've still got the assets in the yeah. background as well to supplement your income for your retirement as well. And I think the, the inflation point's an important one, and there's a, there's a couple of other questions there around inflation and the inflation backdrop. And clearly, investing does help you earn a return that will offset inflation over the longer term. And we appreciate where inflation is today. It is really elevated, as we've just discussed, the energy prices feeding into that. But there are tentative signs, I think, that maybe inflation's at a peak and starting to, to sort of roll over. We saw it yesterday in the, the data from Spain in terms of their month-on-month uh, -month change in inflation. It may have peaked. It looked as if it, it has. And that's something that certainly we'll all be watching and we'll be discussing in, in morning markets going forward. So even as inflation is high, if it comes down a little bit, it's still worth in investing for, for the long term in terms of the return that you can earn there. Because if you think about it, keeping it in cash in an inflation environment, it's a negative return effectively. So very much about keeping investing through time is, is really important. Absolutely. Yeah. You're hopefully not planning on taking the 100% as soon as you retire. It's going to sit in there and it's going to keep working. Yeah. So if you've not quite hit the goal yet, then keep going until you do. And then even afterwards, it'll continue working for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think we've run out of time or we've run out of steam, one of the two. But um, we had questions from Jenny, Stephanie and John, uh, which we didn't manage to make our way through. So we'll either pick them up on the live one later this month or we'll come back to them direct with answers. Um, before we close the usual kind of weekend plans, I know what your weekend plans are because it involves me, so we'll finish with that one. But uh, Rebecca, what's your plans looking like? What am I doing? Oh, I'm going to have a night in the hot tub tonight. So right. that'll be relaxing. And I've been invited around to a friend's house for a garden party on Sunday when it is raining. Oh. So <laughs> I am very excited to go to the, the raining garden party. Bank holiday weekend, I suppose it has to rain, doesn't it? It has to rain, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although we, a given. Got, we got lucky yeah, A couple week. of weeks ago, yeah. Nothing planned, Jeff? Uh, what will I do? Probably be in the garden with the boys. Might even get out on the bike if the rain stays off. But uh, that's very dependent on the weather. Fair yes. weather cyclist. And Martin Taylor, it is your stag do this weekend, if I'm uh, right. It is indeed, yes. So I know exactly what's going to happen to me on Sunday. Dressed as a woman in tight to a lamppost? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so a normal weekend for you? <laughs> well, it's about right, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where is the stag do? Um, we're heading over to Carlisle on the train, so... So stay away from Carlisle at the weekend. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, that's the, the advice for everyone <laughs> watching, but but yeah, I've never been there before, so it'll be interesting to see what it's like, but, and interesting and to see what happens to me as well, so... Interesting <laughs> to see what it's like and then not remember it the next no. day when you come back home, so... No, I hope you're looking forward to it, Martin. No, I think, sure it'll be, be, I think it'll be fun. Good time for <laughs> fun, fun for someone, not for me, but someone else. Good time for your best man and all your mates, but not you, that's for sure. Definitely. Good. Well, that's us, I think. So, as ever, ladies and gents, thank you for all of your questions in advance. It really excites us when we look through all the things that you're thinking about and we scratch our brains trying to come up with answers. So, hopefully that covered it all off for you today. As ever, if you've got any further questions, do get in touch, pop it in the comments section. Uh, thank you for listening 
And as ever, do remember to subscribe and like. Thank you. Subscribing to the True Potential YouTube channel is quick and easy. Simply go to the channel on your desktop or through the YouTube app on your phone and click the subscribe button. You can then press the notification bell symbol if you wish to be notified as and when new videos are released. Doing this is a great way to keep yourself updated with market developments and personal finance insights. Thank you to everyone who has subscribed and we look forward to continuing to help you do more with your money.